0: Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast, where thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and executives from around the world share their practical tips, strategies, and stories to help you unleash your potential and achieve your goals. Your journey of growth to become your best starts now. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode. Before we jump in, Natalina Nasruddin here. I wanted to let you know that, hey, when you're not listening to the podcast, when you're not watching the YouTube video, check us out on LinkedIn. We are constantly posting adding value on LinkedIn, my team and I, we have a Rise Up For You page and has videos, articles, content. It's actually our favorite platform. So if you wanna connect with us on a day-to-day basis and you wanna get additional content and resources, head over to LinkedIn, follow me, connect with me, connect with our team, connect with Rise Up For You and we're happy to share any content and even send us a message because we'll reply we don't we're not a bunch of bots (laughs) so I'll see you there and for now let's jump into today's episode hi everyone welcome back to the Rise Up For You podcast this is your host Natalina Nastardine very excited to be here with you yet again with another Amazing guest, and actually a dear friend of mine, Al Herrera, coming all the way from Texas. How you doing today?
1: <laughs> hey, Natalina, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, really excited to have you on the show and to jump into one of my favorite topics, obviously something really important with rise up for you and that's, you know, leadership. But before we jump in, I always, I love the audience to get to know our guests a little bit better. And I always think it's better if it comes from you in your own words. So I'll tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, who you are, brag a little bit.
1: Well, yeah. So, so it'll, it'll be a short list, but my name's Al Herrera. And I have a company called a H leadership. So I'm a leadership coach. And then recently someone familiar to both you and I, Dave Meltzer called me an identity expert. So really helping out with helping people through the process of the denial that people are in to help them become their best self, right. And their best version. But I also work for a fortune 500 company and I've been in leadership training, marketing, all of that. And I still get to flex those skills quite often. So um, that's kind of what I'm about. And I think you and I share the same DNA and wanting to serve people and add value. So this should be fun.
0: Yeah. I want to talk a little bit and and I'm happy to have you here because you and I always have really amazing conversations um, outside of the podcast studio, (laughs) but I really, I want to talk about the identity shift part because you know, speaking transparently, obviously, you know, Rise Up For You does a lot of work with leaders, executive leaders. And, all that. and every time we talk about leadership, as you know, Al, you have to go through like self-awareness and self-management first, because you can't be the best leader possible unless you really address the personal leadership side. And you're so right in that oftentimes we see leaders, they kind of like want to push past that. part. <laughs> Like, like, well, so sure. Can we just talk mm. about how I lead and manage? That's right. well, let,
1: me, let me talk about how my people struggle. <laughs> Let's talk about just how they don't follow me and listen to me.
0: Yeah, Let's exactly. Exactly. So I would love to, you know, but but I think that when it comes down to it, it's like you're saying, it's scary for them to kind of yeah. tap into their own identity sure. and yeah. to kind of bring some things up as a leader, you know, personally yeah. and professionally, because for person sure. is the professional, vice versa. Yeah. So I just. I don't even know where I want to start. Yeah. All I, I just, all I want to know is that I want to address that because I sure. think it's so important. And what are some of the things that you're seeing with leaders when it comes yeah. to like that well, self-awareness, like yeah. what, what, gives? Yeah. what's, what's yeah. away for them?
1: Yeah. So, so I'll say, you know, and both you and I, it's so funny. I'm sure if we were in a room with leaders, we could pick out the ones that are really going to go after it yeah. and experience a lot of growth. And we can really quickly pick off the ones that, It's going to take some time. Um, I think everybody's in a different place, right? So, you know, we're not counselors. um, That's for sure. But what ends up happening is as we build trust, then the vulnerability starts to come out. And I just feel like there are some things that are buried so deep. You know, it took me 49 years to get the way I am today. And for you to come into my life and all of a sudden for me to share some of those things that actually affect the way that I work as a leader with people is hard. And some of it is, to be honest, Natalina, and you know this just as well as I do, they're blind spots, right? So they don't even know. And not until they take an assessment, you know, an EQ 2.0 assessment, some of the stuff that you've been putting out, do it, is it like, well, that's not me really at work. That's just me at home. And I'm like, no, no, no. Actually it bleeds quite often. And so I think, you know, it's hard to face yourself. And actually it's so much easier even though people say they have a growth mindset, we all have fixed mindsets in certain areas. And so it's about how do I go at it and recognize that there is a leadership lid and I got certified with the John Maxwell team. And we talked about the lid often. It's like, look, if you're at a five, you can only lead fours and below effectively. So it's about them going deep and doing some inner work and going, how do I get better so I can lead people better? And yeah. serve them better, but it really is a challenge. And I promise you, most people think um, having a coach is sexy, but when it comes down to it, in actuality, they don't want to share the deep, dark stuff that is like a blemish or a gap or yeah. uh, you know any kind of insecurity. And yeah. that's where the real work actually happens. So um, I, I'd say it's pretty common um, for people to take their time there, but you know I have a strong belief in people that. If they trust and they're open to it, whether it's you, I, or anybody else, they can get there and grow as a leader and be even more effective.
0: I, I totally agree with that. And I mean, I kind of have my own opinion about this, but I want to know from you as the expert, your thoughts. How much of it also do you think is connected around maybe looking or feeling weak as a leader? Because 100%. the reality is, okay. is like, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta dig into some of you That's know right. your potential flaws and yep. areas of opera i like to consider them areas of opportunities for growth <laughs> exactly but many people would consider it as like a weakness or sure. a deficiency sure. and especially you know when you're in a room full of people let's say doing an executive retreat let's say you're the ceo or the coo you don't want the rest of the team to no. be hearing
1: that's <laughs> right.
0: know, and to be exposing some of your weaknesses that's even though for you and i we would consider them again growth opportunities that's right
1: absolutely so i'll say The one thing that I think is missing in lots of organizations is transparency. And when people can come and be themselves, all of a sudden, culture starts to shift dramatically. And I'm watching it in a company I work with, companies I work with as well. I see it as the leader goes from a transparency perspective and shares gaps and insecurities and Here's where I thought I was good. And I've been screwing up in this area. Let me just tell you guys where I'm at. All of a sudden, everybody else's guard goes down. And then they start to feel really comfortable with their gaps. And I love that because then what ends up happening is we can focus on your strengths. And there are other people in this room. Our team is awesome to different people have different genius. Let's pull on someone else for your significant gap. I'm going to stop throwing you on that until your face hurts and actually let's shift that over to someone else. And I'm not, I'm not, what I'm not doing is giving an excuse, but I am saying that's what teams are for, right? When people are comfortable bringing their whole self, their strengths and their areas of development to a team lights out. They love it. They'll stick with you and they'll give discretionary effort if they have to hide. And usually it's because the leader's hiding, then there's a gap. And then yeah. it's not a place I feel comfortable, nor do I want to continue to work hard for.
0: Yeah, and I think it's that permission quality, right? It's when uh, an executive or a leader displays it, yep. you naturally, because you're a leader and you make influence, even though a lot right. of us don't really, really realize that, right? <laughs> right. Um, you then, you provide that permission for the rest of the team to say yes. like, oh, this, this is okay, there's psychological safety here. Yes. We, uh, my team and I, we just did an amazing executive retreat on the East Coast and we did like an exercise that was pretty vulnerable in a room full of 12 executives and the CEO went first. And he shared and he started crying. He, he didn't expect it. It was actually like shocking for him. But when he was telling his story, he started crying. And then when he got done, he, he just said, I didn't expect to have that emotion come out. But then the rest of the room- you Change the feel, room. No, 100%. You oh. could feel the rest of the room just went, okay.
1: All right. Okay, cool. Like, It it is such a great skill set and characteristic that is so, I know you talk about them being, you know, we talked about soft skills and you were, you and I were talking about let's change that word. And you started talking about power skills, which I fell in love with the term you came up with. And I'm like, it is such a, it is such a strength to be able to be vulnerable in front of your people. And you talk about buying in all of a sudden they're like, let me tell you about my leader and, yeah. and why I go to the wall and through the wall for them.
0: Yeah. Well, I think people are I think people are tired of yeah, like, that's right. The BS and the fakeness. I think I people are tired of the facade. I think yes. people really just wanna let down and be that's authentic right. and share. Right. And, and kind of bridging the gap in the realization that you can be vulnerable and authentic and still be super productive and efficient.
1: 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, 100%. And, and that's you
0: demolish your productivity in your life. Oh,
1: this. yeah. Oh, exactly. And I do believe, too, Natalina, that, that that identity, when you get comfortable with who you are, and, and part of it is because we have that facade, even for ourselves, for a long time, and no one chips away at it. And so I think that's one of the good things and where you and I share kind of in, in likeness is helping people with who they truly are and, and removing the self-limiting beliefs. Because, um, you know, I, I spoke with you at a, at a function and we were talking about, you know, one of the gaps I had was just I thought I was dumb. Like like the third grade teacher that heard an over an earshot of what I was saying to my to my friends that I wanted to play college baseball. Um, she said, if you ever make it to college and, and she didn't say it loud enough for me to she think, thought I didn't hear, but I heard it yeah. and she didn't call me dumb, but I thought that college was only for smart people. So then I make the jump and think I'm dumb. Now that affects me forever until I, and I'm in rooms with people from Carnegie Mellon and Harvard, and I still feel yeah. insufficient. So it wasn't until I came in contact with some personal development that I'm like, wait a minute. I'm emotionally intelligent and I I have this skill set that that can bridge so many gaps. Yeah. So it changed everything for me and I just think that people just need to come to grips with actually what holds them back and that's some of the work that you and I do that I think is so valuable.
0: What I like about the story, story that you just shared and and not to take away from it in any way but a lot of times there's it's we're getting better I think in society but there's this misconception that like limiting beliefs is associated with like deep trauma right I mean, like, very traumatic events 100 but the realization is is that they it's can be like small little simple. micro yeah small micro simple situations that happened when you were in high school when you're in elementary oh, school after that, your former so job that you that you latch onto subconsciously yes. it doesn't it's not always like the traumatic right. childhood or like agree. yeah it, it could be like little things that you're like oh bobby james yeah and, like I never thought about it.
1: (laughs) That is such a valuable point because I think people overlook it because it's not traumatic, right? Like like I jumped into coaching my daughter's softball teams. I had two daughters and they're 20 and 23, and both of them are turning out to be phenomenal leaders. But one of the reasons I started coaching them is because I saw men, other men coaching them. And I watched it and I'm like, wait a minute, this is really odd the way the girls are shutting down. And I started to figure out, some of the things they're saying to them are sticking and sticking for life. And I, and I also realized that in the difference between, and this might be in my head, but I thought as they coach, they coached like they were coaching boys. If boys play good, they feel good. If girls feel good, they play good at that ah, age. Yeah. And so, and so then now I go, wait, I gotta, I gotta make them feel good first. And I, I jumped into coaching, started coaching girls. And then I said, wait, this actually translates to later in life for all adults yeah like it starts to translate because people are constantly we are our own worst enemy and we beat ourselves down so it doesn't matter no longer that my third grade teacher is not in my life yeah. I'm the yeah. one that's knocking myself down every other week every third month whatever it is because yeah. I keep getting that memory and bringing that wrong narrative to 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 fruition so it's just an yeah. interesting interesting approach
0: it is and it and again it's that self-awareness that You know, we really need to develop as leaders. And, you know, one of the things, and I'm curious to hear your point on this again, is it's interesting that so many leaders are in leadership positions. They realize that they have a team under them, but they still haven't made the mindset switch that they're influencing and impacting. Yeah, Like they still think that like, oh, I'm just the CFO, even though I have a team. Well, I like my job is numbers. It's like, well... Mm.
1: And, that, and and it's funny. I just coached someone the other day that said the exact same thing. And he said, and this is someone that I'm coaching the CEO. And he said, well, I knew. And he said that I need a new guy to, to take over CFO, but I'm going to really look at numbers. And I go, bro, like you don't focus on leadership. You are going to destroy an entire group of people in yes. your organization. Yeah. But that is so true. I think leadership trumps all. Yeah. We can find people that know numbers. Let's figure out their true character characteristics to find yeah. out if they have it within them to have a growth mindset and want to get better and actually have a decent emotional intelligence that we can work with.
0: Totally, I, mm-hmm. I love it. Al, I love these conversations. You and I can go for hours. I know that for sure. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview, yeah. ask a couple rapid fire questions. Got so got this question is, if you can leave the world with one golden nugget, which you know, leave the world with one final message, that golden nugget, what would that be for you?
1: Oh, Whew. this one. Yeah. That's a great question. Alina. I think, I think each and every one of us is absolutely perfectly made and brilliant. And you are the leader that people have been waiting for. Like I truly believe that everybody, cause I I think my definition of leadership is John Maxwell's definition. Leadership is influence. And we influence so many people every time we step into a room. And so I just think that you're the, you're the leader that people have been waiting for. And yeah. it's, about, it's up to you to kind of develop yourself and hone your skill to get better.
0: Absolutely. And a couple more questions for you. As you know, here at Rise Up For You, values are really important. Um, what would you say is the value for you that's an absolute non-negotiable?
1: Ooh!
0: <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a hard one.
1: So, so, it's hard because it's so hard because I I always here's the here's the hard part for me. I believe that anybody can change.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, I mean, obviously, you know, integrity. Everybody says all these buzzwords. I just think that someone that's that's open, right? Like I think when you're closed off, like I fire. Coaching clients because they're closed off, completely closed off. I'm like, mm-hmm. look, I'm not gonna take your money anymore because you're not growing. You just like having a coach. Sure. So so maybe just maybe just a a slight hint that there's a growth mindset. But yeah. my my values really are you know, faith, leadership, and optimism. I just let people borrow those until they actually start to get there. Yeah. And I think you and I kind of have that same like we can coach them up. And and some just aren't willing. But I think just just having an open mindset that there is something that I can get better at and and they can change.
0: I love that. One more final question for you, but before I ask, tell us where we can find you, you know, on LinkedIn, social media, anywhere, if people want to connect with you.
1: For sure. So, so ALH leadership is, is the website. Um, And then one Al Herrera is Instagram and you'll probably find all the connections there. So, okay A l h e r r e r a.
0: great and we'll put it in the show notes as well for, cool. for our for our guests and for everyone that's listening and watching okay final question for you al cool. and as you know we are rise up for you and i always love to know from our guest what comes to mind for you when you hear that phrase rise up for you
1: wow i think i mean the first thing i think of is i think your group is going to serve me and my team and so we're we're elevating you so that you can elevate others that's the first thing that comes to my mind
0: i love it al thank you so much for joining us today it's such an honor to have you here great conversation i'll have to have you back for sure
1: I love you. Thank you so much, Natalie. It's so much fun hanging out with you. Absolutely.
0: And everyone, thank you so much for joining the Rise Up For You podcast. As you know, we are here every single week bringing you amazing episodes with entrepreneurs, executives, thought leaders from around the world that are really all here for the same mission. And that's to help elevate you and your potential and help support your team to be the best that you can be. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. And don't forget to check us out on all social media platforms. See you next time. Imagine a life where you can have it all, a booming career, fantastic love life, great health and success, and overall achievement and happiness. Imagine pushing your potential to your absolute best and every day living a life that you are proud of. Well, if this sounds like something that you're yearning for, then the Rise of You Growth membership is perfect for you my team and i believe in supporting you and helping you get to the next level because we know that you can do and have what it takes to be your best when you join our membership you get access to live trainings every single month with myself and our team you get free coaching you get a number of on-demand resources to help level up your success that you can use in the comfort of your own home and you get access to our global membership around the world full of like-minded professionals that are looking to be their best. Your time is now to push your potential and live the life that you want to live. So if you're ready to take the next step in your life and in your career, join the Rise Up For Growth membership. Click below and we'll see you there.